Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. We are deeply pained, we saddened, we actually aggrieved by hearing the news of our devotees and the general Hindu population in Bangladesh being attacked in this way. So, of course, we're very sad and disturbed by the news that's come forward. As a South African community, can you tell me if you've had any communications with organizations or members in Bangladesh and what has been their concerns? Have they raised it with you? Yes, we've had communication with our devotees in Bangladesh. It's really disturbing the news that's coming from there. I think as South Africans, especially here in Durban, we can actually feel a bit of their pain with the July riots that we've experienced. So it's really tugging on our heartstrings. We've heard and we felt the devastation of having their homes wrecked, of having our temples, our places of worship wrecked. And as you've mentioned, two of our devotees are actually being killed also. Can you describe for us the devastation that they are experiencing? What has been the scenes that they've described to you? It's actually quite vivid in terms of some pictures that have come through also where we see children have been affected, women, elderly, places of worship where our murtis, our deities have been trashed, places have been set alight. Homes of devotees and Hindus also have been destroyed. So it's been quite a violent affair, a lot of bloodshed and carnage. This has been described as religious tension. What can you tell us about the relationship between the different religious groups within Bangladesh and the messages that have been coming in terms of solidarity across the different denominations? I think on the global front and especially in Bangladesh also, we've had calls from all religious denominations for peace, for actually togetherness and harmony transcending the barriers of religion or race. We have had a great cry from the Muslim community even around the world, as well as those who are in Bangladesh, to say, let's stop this violence and let's unite. We understand that ISKCON will be part of global demonstrations this weekend to show solidarity with the Hindu community in Bangladesh. What can you tell us about this? So ISKCON is putting together a global Kirtan protest and Kirtan, you may be familiar with the devotees chanting and dancing on the street. So this time we're just going to take that into a form of a global Kirtan protest around the world, and that's going to happen on the Saturday, the 23rd of October. It's going to be a peaceful demonstration of the pain and grief of the global Hindu community, which uh, stands together in solidarity with the Hindus of Bangladesh and also its minorities there, just demanding justice and the safety from the government. So we will be all around South Africa at different strategic points. All our ISKCON centers are planning a Kirstan protest in a safe COVID-19 uh, way so that we could raise awareness against what's been happening, the violence and, uh, that's been happening in Bangladesh. And here too in Durban, these protests with Kirtan will be around the Hare Krishna Temple vicinity in Unit 5 Chatsworth. Meanwhile, various local and international organizations have called for stability in Bangladesh. International lobby group Amnesty International have described the attacks as symptomatic of the growing anti-minority sentiment in the country. The Department of International Relations and Cooperation, DERCO, on the other hand, say they have not received any appeals for assistance from South Africans in Bangladesh. The DERCO spokesperson, Clayson Moniela, say they are closely monitoring the situation there and will offer consular assistance to any South Africans in need.
Well, the situation in Bangladesh is one that we are monitoring closely, but so far we have not been contacted or notified of uh, any South African that may have been caught up in the violence. But as I said, we are continuing to monitor. And once we get notified of any South African, we will certainly be offering consular assistance, as we normally do for any South African that is in distress overseas. We've got a consular uh, section that attends to such requests at our missions, but also at uh, head office in Pretoria. Maybe if we could expand on that a little further, if a South African finds themselves in a bit of trouble in that country, how can they go about getting in contact with the South African authorities to get that assistance. The embassy that is accredited to Bangladesh would be on standby to offer assistance to any South African that is in distress. So the way to go about this is to contact the embassy. But I know that for most South Africans, it's usually difficult. We get this feedback all the time that the South Africans are unable to find the numbers on the website and that sort of thing. So we normally advise South Africans to then contact our headquarters in Pretoria. We've got a 24-hour operational center, and it's contactable at 012 1,000. As I said, this is operational 24 hours round the clock. And once we get that information, we're able to then relay it to our embassy that is accredited to Bangladesh and then uh, make contact with those South Africans that may require assistance and be able to offer that to them. But for those who are able to contact the embassy, that would be the quickest way of getting assistance. Just as a final question, Mr. Maniela, given the tensions in the country, have there been any advisories or your advice to South Africans who are traveling uh, to that region soon? Look, what we normally say when there is a security situation that we are concerned about in any particular country. For South Africans wishing to travel to that destination, we do say that make the decision to travel there only if it's essential travel. If you can delay it or postpone the trip, we advise that you do so. But if it's essential and you absolutely have to go, then we advise that the first thing you do is to make sure that the South African embassy that is accredited to that country is notified of your presence so that should the need arise for you to be assisted, we're able to locate you and offer that assistance. But as we say, if it's a non-essential travel and you're able to postpone or even avoid, we advise that you do that. Otherwise, make sure that the South African Embassy is notified so that should the need arise, we are able to come to your assistance. In case you missed it, on Newsbreak.